Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for All-Star Weekend, Daytona. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Um, probably should do that intro over since the mic is here. But um, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Um, yeah, so I put up a parlay for... Um, the all-star game, which is a lot of unders. The one I like the least is Shea, but basically it's all the old guys. So LeBron, Dame, Steph, AD, Halliburton. Halliburton subsequently gave a quote saying that he wasn't going to play very hard or whatever. He wanted to get a couple of uh, highlights and then sit because he's hurt. <clears throat> so his point, his line's already moving. You probably missed the boat on that one. But uh, yeah, everybody was like, oh, it's in Indiana or whatever. I don't think he's going to hurt himself for Indiana, guys. No offense. If you're from Indiana... Okay, so on to Daytona. Daytona is a special event. Million dollars up top, very steep. You gotta, you gotta um, definitely cater your lineup set to the competition. So I have like 25, 25 for Daytona, I think it is right now. So I want to win at least a hundred thousand dollars because I remember how fun that was last year, and I would enjoy it again this year. Uh, so I go to the line that has six slots because that's Daytona. And I enter, okay, I want 11 duplicates because top prize is a million, second prize is 100,000. So 11 would be, you know, ballpark what it would take to get 100,000. Obviously, it's a little bit more than 100, but that's fine. And there's wiggle room in case, you know, there's more duplicates than expected for some reason. Because it's not that, you know, this is not a, a science and this gives me 21.7. So I go to Saberson. I go max 11 dupes for Daytona 2024 and I put... No more than 21.7, which is this as a percent, because it's entered as a percent in Saberson. Now, if you have a different thing, you can use a different, you know, you don't have to use geometric mean, you can use product, but you should probably use product of ownerships instead of cumulative ownership is just not, not important. Anyway, so <clears throat> for this event, I do not know NASCAR. I am not a no ball person for NASCAR. I am a no overlay person and know that DraftKings needs me to play this competition a lot to not have a ton of overlay because there have been a zillion satellites. That's why we're doing this. So, but some of our principles from other competitions come right over and I understand the scoring for this. So I understand whether or not my set of lineups makes sense. <clears throat> so we go over to, I don't love that much. Anyway, um, we go over to the betting odds. And we see, okay, who are the top guys to finish top five? Because you finish top five, depending on where you started, that's pretty important. So Hamlin, Logano, Blaney, Keselowski, Bush. Okay, now we go over here to starting positions. And we look at the end. And we go from the end, blah, blah, blah. Because the scoring, right, there's a dif differential-based scoring. So if you're in the top five and you started in the bottom 10, you're going to get a huge differential in your scoring. So the expectation is Ryan Blaney starting 32nd, is going to finish in the top five. Even odds. He's going to go from 32 to top five. A plus 27 differential. So anyway, even though it really makes me sad, I have to be extremely overweight to a couple of these guys because he's not the only guy that was on the top five, top fives list. Kyle Busch is also on the top five, top fives list. And Kyle Busch is on the bottom five, bottom, like starting bottom six. So just like, you can't, and why is Kyle Busch 11%? I mean, is he 90% going to get in an accident? Yeah, I understand he's an aggressive driver. It's probably even odds he gets in an accident and kills 40% of my lineups right away. That's fine. I'm not going to be watching him playing basketball, but I'll come back and I'll see what's up for the final couple of laps if I have any 
if I have any lineups that don't have anybody in a wreck, I got I just hate the sweat. I hate the sweat for NASCAR. I might not even check till after it's over if I'm honest. Because number one, I'm not like I say, I don't I don't know ball about NASCAR. I'm not gonna see what and see what I'm watching. And I've watched it before when it's the only thing on, and it's not an enjoyable sweat because you think you're winning money and then some random thing on the last lap, and oh, no money. Sorry. That's just not it's not the way I like my sweats. But I do like the gambling of it, and I like so I like being able to use our dupe rule. And I like, I mean, under-owned people for sure. Blaney and Kyle Busch are 18% and 11%. Absurd. It's just absurd. So you got to have more. I, I think those are uh, the obvious best plays on the slate. Reagan is just defensive. He is starting in last place. So even if he got a wreck in a wreck on lap one, you know, his like his distribution of points just can't go negative. You know what I mean? Like if you looked at it, this is no negative, right? It's just he can't. It's not physically possible. Whereas like if you looked at who's starting first place or starting up high, significant chance of negative numbers here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like big, big, big number of Sims where the guys starting at the top actually hurt you. Like Joey Logano. Well, yeah, look at this. Like half the two, six, 11, 17%, 23%, 28% chance he gives you a negative score. And that's definitely right. I mean, I'm going to have some because he's starting in first, but it's Daytona. So he's probably going to get in a wreck. So you don't really want much of that. Um, okay. Let's see. Was it true? Uh, Stenhouse won last year. So we're having Stenhouse. We know he likes the course. We know he we know he likes being, you know, situations like this. He's four to one, five to one. So to finish top five and he's starting bottom five. So anyway, guys like that, you just have to have an interest in. I probably should open up to more Stenhouse, honestly, like now that I'm saying that. But I don't know. I mean, he's just. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's I just don't feel like he's that dynamic of a driver. But that's knowing ball. And I've admitted to myself, I do not know ball. And just he's in the bottom. I got to open it up to the guys who start very low and have a pretty good probability of finishing high. And I think there was one other guy who was five to one. Austin Dillon. Where's Austin Dillon? So I can I can open him up to like 30 percent as well, just because he's in he's in the like 30s and he has a pretty decent chance, like a more than 10 percent chance. Is that right? Yeah. Four to one is like almost 25. Yeah. So 20 to 25% chance these guys finish in the top five. So absurd. Anyway, so you've got to have these guys slightly higher exposed, even though I'm aware of the pain of having guys you're too exposed to. And I mean, like you can, if you want, uh, this is something Jordan always recommends for Sabersim, but I never do, but it's his software. He, he knows. So if you, I'm very high risk, high reward guy because that's how it works, right? You have to make the risk to get the reward. But if you are a lower risk and just need some reward and you want to do this kind of like a, the stock market or whatever, then the way you do this is you would do like min uniques and you go to whatever. I think his process is to go to the most you can possibly do without breaking the number of lineups you need. And then you, yeah, go go back one or something. So I don't know, one more than that. I just don't want to do that. I mean, number one, I'm playing. I I want to win. And I think to win in NASCAR, there's a pretty clear formula. And the formula involves taking a lot of these chumps at the end. You know what I mean? Like, you got to play some Reagan. You got to play some, like, Josh Berry. I mean, I apologize to you. Athletes who have spent an entire career and working hard at the track and stuff. And I mean... I can see it. I mean, like, I know that some of our viewers, like, are, you know, even e-racers. I see the grind, man. It's definitely hard. 
So not disparaging your talent. However, you are an outside odds to win today. You know, at Daytona, it would take quite, where's Josh Berry on our odds? Do I even know what I'm talking about? Has he become like a darling in the off season? 6.5 to one. It's not bad to be top five. So, you know, it's right next to Austin Dillon after I make that little speech. So should probably lay off the knowing ball speeches and I probably should just kind of end it here. Obviously, I think Blaney, Bush and Dillon kind of stand out. I guess I've added Stenhouse as well to that level. So if you want to core, even though you really shouldn't be taking, I haven't not, I did not look up the Roto tracker, but I haven't ever really won anything at NASCAR. I just do this once a year for the big, whenever they put up a huge prize, you know, and, and whenever they put up a ton of satellites that have overlay, you know what the satellite strategy says? I'm going to have a zillion lineups and I'm not going to let those zillion lineups go past without analysis. I did see that nobody's ever really posted anything about like the ownerships and stuff. So I will have the uh, uniqueness analysis for NASCAR on Sunday or tomorrow, just so we can like see that. Cause I didn't know what salaries to do. Oh yeah. Did I say the salaries I did? Given that I have the dupe checker, I didn't worry too much about my salaries here. I did 47 to 49.8 thousand. So, and that did fill up my pool. So it's possible that my face space is a little undersampled in case you wanted to tighten up your salary from 47 to like 47.5 or 48. But my number one lineup, 47.2. So, and that's the thing, right? Like with NASCAR, I don't think salary as is as important. That's why I wanted to see what the, you know, the only, the only thing sports projections had up was the uniqueness percent and stuff without the salary. And it's like, you know, I don't learn that much from that aside from, oh, awesome. That was one of the better players in the world, huh? Surprising. I didn't know that about Alex, you know? So anyway, um, you know, I, I already knew that I need to know a little bit more detail than just who's winning. I want to know how they're winning a little bit at a glance. That's why I put those up. Right. So we'll see that for Daytona on Sunday, uh, depending on how, uh, how much good internet I have on the golf course, uh, we'll find out how, when the, I actually give you the uh, uh, that screenshot. But I mean, it's Daytona, so don't you won't have much to sweat anyway until the absolute end of the race. But for now, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And in this case, it's $1 million. Might as well be us.